Ladies and gentlemen, federal employees, welcome back to this episode with me, your host, Dallin Haas from Haas Federal Advisors, where we help you as a first federal employee plan for retirement, the most out of your benefits, and really retire confident, right? That's what we're all about here, is learning as much as we possibly can about your TSP, about your pension, and everything else in between taxes, insurance, so that you can retire how you want, when you want, and really live life on your own terms. So if that's the stuff you're into, definitely subscribe here, join the community, download, whatever whatever you do on the podcast, YouTube channel, do it, support, support. It shows us here um, that first, you guys are finding value, and we should continue producing content just like this. And today is a questions and answers, a Q&A, where I answer your specific questions, because I know Here's the deal. When it comes to all the different topics we talk about, whether it's investing, whether it's taxes, whether it's your federal benefits, retiring, there's tons of rules, there's tons of nuances, and I can't always tailor things for your situation. Now, that is where this Q&A comes in, where you have questions about your situation and you can submit them. There's a link below in the, po- in the podcast description and the YouTube description where you can submit questions through my website. It'll take you to our website. You can submit questions there. And that's the, that's the question pool that we draw from when, when um, creating these episodes for you, okay? So question number one, without further ado, we're gonna jump right in. So this question is pretty quick, but I feel like it's very important. So they say, hey, can you do a video on whether the lump sum check for your annual leave affects the first supplement earnings Limit. Okay, so I know that was a short sentence, but there was a ton of stuff that if you're not, if you're new to this community, a lot of words might uh, catch you off guard and you may not know exactly what this all means, okay? So we're gonna break it down. So he's saying, hey, when you retire, you're gonna get a lump sum check for any annual leave that you still have on the books, okay? You're gonna get a check for whatever's left. His question is, hey, is that check, is that dollar amount that I'm gonna get, is that gonna affect my first supplement, okay? And if you're not familiar with the first supplement, it's super, super helpful to know about that. And basically there's an earnings limit. So if you have earnings over certain amounts, then your first supplement can be reduced. So his question is, hey, is my annual leave payout check, does that affect my first supplement? The answer is no, it does not. So th- there's a number of things that do not. First, any salary before you retire doesn't count. Um, let's say you get a lump sum payment um, as a VSIP, basically an incentive to retire. Um, that does not count. Um, annual leave payout doesn't count, okay? Really, the only type of income that affects your first supplement is first, W-2, so if you go get a job, and then if you have business, you, you know, you're working in a business or as a contractor somewhere, that type of income will affect your first supplement, okay? So that's the first question, and we're gonna move right along. So question number two. And this one's a little longer. They say, hey, thank you very much for your videos on federal retirement. They're very helpful. You're welcome. They then ask, I have a question about health insurance. My wife and I work for USPS. I plan to take the early out retirement next month. Right now, my wife and my child are under my FEHB plan. I would like to know if it is possible to switch our family insurance to my wife so I can be under her plan during my retirement. If so, when can we change it, before or after retirement? Also, what are your thoughts on paying for a survivor annuity versus life insurance? Which is a better option? Okay, so we're gonna break that down. That was a, that was a ton of stuff. But it sounds like this couple, 
they're both federal employees. And there's some nuances there and I have a whole video on some things that you should know if you and your spouse are federal employees because that happens quite often and there's some strategies that you can use to get more out of your benefits because you're both federal employees, right? So his question is, hey, we're both federal employees. I'm about to retire, but what I want to do is, you know, right now my family's covered under my plan. Can I get that under my spouse? Because she's a federal employee as well. And the answer is yes, you very well can. And actually, you just, it's not that you can, but you probably should, okay? Because when you retire, you stop paying your health insurance premiums with pre-tax money. You have to start paying it with post-tax money, okay? Long story short, the price of your insurance may not change, but it's gonna cost you more because you gotta pay taxes on that and then pay for health insurance, okay? That's kind of how it works. So yes, you can switch to your wife. You can be under your wife. Your family could be under your wife. Um, and uh, at any time, you can switch back and forth, right? Um, basically, before retirement or after retirement, that's not something that's gonna change You know, when you can make these changes. You can definitely jump under her plan, change it to her before and after retirement. Not a big deal, okay? So that was the first question. That's definitely something you could do and probably should do. You should definitely jump to the person that's still working, okay? Number two, they say, hey, what are your thoughts on paying for a survivor annuity? Or should I get life insurance instead? Okay, so for some context here, for your pension, when you retire, you have to decide how much of that you'd like your spouse to get when you pass away. And that's the survivor annuity that they're referring to, okay? Um, and their question is, hey, should I get just life insurance? Because I want them to have the income that they need if I pass away first, but is it better just to get life insurance and not pay for the survivor annuity? Because a survivor annuity is not free, right? And I've got other videos on that specifically of some of the pros and cons and the options there. Um, but here's the deal, here's the short answer to this question. I have not seen very many situations, I don't think ever at this point actually, where I've seen life insurance where it's more cost effective than the survivor annuity. Generally speaking, the survivor benefit, the survivor annuity for your pension is more cost effective. It's better to pick that than life insurance. One of the big reasons being over time, your pension's gonna get COLAs or cost of living adjustments. It's gonna increase over time, which also means that if you pass away, your spouse is income because they're gonna get that survivor benefit, right? Their benefit's gonna increase and get the COLA over time too. So it's really hard to beat that. Um, and so probably I, I'd recommend not most of the time. Um, since you and your spouse are federal employees, um, that's something to look at because you, you can both have life insurance on your own or not life insurance, health insurance, right? Um, so something to look into, but probably not worth it when it comes down to it, okay? Okay, last question. Question number three, they say, hey, is it true that two thirds of your FERS retirement pension gets subtracted from your social security? For example, if my FERS retirement would be $1,500, would $1,000 be subtracted from my potential social security income? A coworker who will be retiring here in the next couple of years mentioned it to me and I was shocked since I never heard of it and no one ever mentioned that piece of important information. Please advise and thank you. Okay, so I've heard this question actually quite often. Um, her question is, hey, um, I'm gonna have, be eligible for social security in retirement. I'm going to be eligible for a first pension. Does my social security get reduced because I have a first pension as well? And the short answer is no. No, as a FERS federal employee, 
you are eligible for full Social Security and your full pension, assuming you meet all the, the rules, right? Uh, they're not going to reduce each other, okay? Which is great news. Now, I know why this gets confusing, because actually, for those federal employees that are in the old system, the CSRS system, okay, there are rules that do just that. Basically, because they were not paying into Social Security for some time, they get reductions based on what their pension was, and it gets a little messy. And honestly, I don't work with CSRS employees, okay? I only work with FERS federal employees, so I don't deal with it personally a lot. I know a decent amount about it, but I don't deal with it personally with clients, okay? So if you are a CSRS employee, which most of you probably are not, you're probably all FERS federal employees, right? Um, but if you are, definitely do some research on how this works. Um, because it can make a big, big difference for you. But again, short answer, no. It's not gonna happen, um, at least as the law stands today, as the rules stand today, that you can get your full pension, assuming you're eligible, and then your full Social Security, assuming you're eligible for that as well, right? They're not gonna reduce each other at all. So, those are the questions for this week. Again, if you have any questions, there's a link below where you can um, submit them, and we look over them, we try to find the best questions for the audience, and we will, uh, go from there. So I hope that was helpful. I hope that was valuable. And if you found some value, hit the thumbs up, like, whatever you do on, on the, the platform you're, you're listening and watching. And I'll see you guys next week.